You're listening to Tipsy Book Reads. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Jess. And, and we're tipsy. Too many books on my TBR. Too many books on my TBR. Yeah. This podcast is like a book club for the antisocial. We make a drink inspired by the book we read and talk crap about life and fictional characters. We really hope you listen and drink along. Side effects of listening to this podcast may include reading vivaciously, extreme bouts of laughter, tipsiness from craft cocktails, talking shit about life and fictional characters. Listen at your own risk. Just a warning, this podcast is explicit. We are all over 21 and there are spoilers. We, we warned, warned ya. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? It's going. It's going. This book is going. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Me too. What is wrong with us? <laughs> I immediately need to read the rest of it. <laughs> right? I finished it yesterday evening and I was like, you're joking. You're joking. I have to stop. Dang. Yeah. At least I only had to wait a few hours. That's true. It's not bad. It's not bad. Well, we're living in David Nichols' world called One Day. It's the book we're reading. We read one through 11. And I'm sad that I'm not still reading it at the moment. Yeah. It's so freaking good. It's so good. It's intense. I, oh, trigger warnings for, mm -hmm. like, grief, mm -hmm. cancer, alcoholism, um, addiction. Yeah. Bad relationships. Oh, where's the red flag? Shitty men. In my car still. Dang. <laughs> still in my car. Oh, well. Oh, well. Dang, we gotta pull that back out. That was... Yeah. <laughs> got a few red flags in this book yeah it's a little rough i i don't know going into it i knew absolutely nothing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm shook by how much i love this book i knew it was about a girl and a guy and then one thing that happens later because of freaking tiktok mm, i don't even know that i'm really i'm so glad but um this book that we're reading is essentially about two people who are trying to figure out life through their 20s and 30s and so on. And although maybe it's just, yeah, 20s and 30s. And um, somehow, in some reason, they're, like, magnetized to each other. So no matter what they do, they end up back together. And I love the way he writes it, that it's the same day. Yes. Every year. The pacing is absolutely incredible. Incredible. I I haven't been lost at all. Nope. And yet it jumps a year every chapter basically. Nope, it makes total sense. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that this would be this would happen." Right? Yeah. And the way that it switches the POVs like seamlessly. Yeah. I'm only surprised that she stayed with Ian for so long. Yeah. I was like, "Dang, it's another year. You're still with him?" I know. I kind of had to do a double take on that one. I went back and I was like, wait, what? Oh, my gosh. Well, let's go ahead and dive into the character breakdowns. For sure. Then. Um, so we have Emma, who is our main character, who's the woman. Um, she is wonderful. Until the end when I was like, red flag for you. But I think she is literally the epitome of the gifted kid burnout yeah. syndrome. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way that I was reading her and I was like, I'm reading me. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's fun. 
Um, and then Dexter is hot man. Someone who never had to work for anything in his life. And so he just expects everything to be served to him on a silver platter. Um, and feels like he can do absolutely anything. But he is a complete mess. You're right. That was a perfect way of describing that. Ian is Ian. Yeah. <laughs> there could have been just a there. better name. <laughs> He's like this wannabe comedian that's not funny. Yeah. At all. I the fact that she was like during their dinner date, Ian, stop. <laughs> I love her. Um yeah. but yeah, so he's a comedian. They met at, at a job and somehow over years they found each other again and then for some reason she gave him a shot and he's literally like a deadbeat comedian. Literally. And even after two years in their relationship, he's still 90% of their conversation is just like a bit like <laughs> he's always doing like voices and accents okay and but like the accents <laughs> it's literally us <laughs> that's us especially when she's like oh something uncomfortable is about to happen because he can't say anything seriously and I'm like oh my bad <laughs> I don't know anything about that say what <laughs> yeah Definitely a little bit of emotional m- immaturity there for Ian, though. Like, not the bit part, just, like, him in general. In general. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> trying to, like, hit you in the face. Weird. Anyways, for those listening, my microphone's moving by itself. Um, and then the other s- kind of significant character that was coming up was, I didn't even write down his real name. I wrote down Mr. Beard. <laughs> yep. Uh, couldn't tell you his real name. Mr. Trashface. The headmaster. The head bleh. Piece of trash. Honestly. Anyways. Oh my gosh. I I love this book. Yeah, it's so good. Yikes. I'm scared. I'm super scared. I mean, literally our DMs were filled with good luck, best of wishes. Yeah. But also, we've been told that about books before and been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Back to the pacing. I'm obsessed. Absolutely. It was, I don't know, just the fact that I feel like I love multi-POV books, but I feel like sometimes I get lost. Mm. I did not get lost once. No, I didn't either. And I love the way he writes, like, how people talk. Yes. So when someone is still talking, he the next line you can tell they are like picking up from where they were because there's Mm -hmm. a dash. So it's like overlapping and you can like read it as like a real conversation happening where people overlap and and talk over each other. And I'm like, wow. So good. So good. So good. It's giving like how Greta Gerwig wrote little woman Mm -hmm. screenplay. When Um, did this book come out? I don't know. There's a few things that, Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. There's a few things that you know. It's a little side, side eye. Like, when was this? <laughs> but, anyways, crazy. Yeah. So they meet in college, and I love that she's like, "Could this be it?" Like literally, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Yikes. Mm-hmm. They're a hot mess, like, right off the bat. <laughs> they are a hot mess. I mean, 
Okay, so he goes and he travels around the world to go find himself. But he literally never finds himself. Nope. He just got more lost. He just got more lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his mom is a little wild. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I was hurt when she described his texture oh. photo after in his head, he was like, it's the only thing that I've been, like, passionate about. And I then she, like, photographer. she spit on it, basically. I mean, I know she, he loves his mama, but that was not a very nice thing to do. It was not. She was also drunk. She was, and she not also doesn't have it, but any type of emotional intelligence. Mm-mm. Teaching their child how to make a martini, martini at, at age eight or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yikes. Yeah. A little rough. A little rough to start off with. Yeah. I. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Do you have anything else to say about the mom? Before we don't get too deep into her story? Before we get deep into her story? Are we not getting deep into we her story? We are, but like later on. Okay. Um, I mean, we can now if you want. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean... She's kind of iconic. But oh, like my God. <laughs> what you drinking? Oh. <laughs> oh, my we God. We dove right in. So what you drinking? We are drinking a <laughs> cucumber berry gin and tonic. And it was called? Dex's Downfall. <laughs> Wait, why was that like? I don't know. It sounded like plastic, but it it's did. glass. I think it's just because it's like full. Hmm. Hmm. There we go. <laughs> Cheers. It's so good. I've already been drinking it. So, yeah. Anyways, wow. This is truly this is a great drink. Go make it. I'm so sorry we did not give it the the <laughs> deserved love. Go ahead. We had just already been like sipping on them, so it was like out of our brains. It was just kind of a gin and tonic kind of day, you know. So, classic mom. She's kind of iconic, though. <laughs> the fact that everyone just, like, floats around her. Yeah. I can just picture it. Yeah. It, yeah. Who I would, love it. Well, never mind, because it's a TV show. I was going to say, if we were to cast, who would she be? I'm horrible at fan casting. Fair. What would you say? I can't ever remember people's names. Yeah. So, I have a picture in my head, but I don't know their name. Hmm. I don't even know. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I also, Dex, while he is very much a red flag, he is also a little bit iconic at times. He is totally iconic. <laughs> just because you're a red flag doesn't mean that you're not iconic. Fair enough. I loved when he was like, I just want to live my life in a way that if a random photograph were to be taken, that it would be like an iconic one. And he delivers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He delivers. Oh, my gosh. His just... I mean, let's just take a year and go travel the world. What is that like? I wish I had that kind of money. Right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, good for you, boo. But can't relate. Can we talk about the letter? Which letter? The, the, the letter that, that never got sent? sent? Yeah. R.I.P. that letter. I was like... I loved that he sobered up and made the decision to send it when he was sober. Yeah. Loved that. And then he goes and leaves it in a couch. My dude. 
Not it just sitting on some random person's bookshelf. That's another thing, though. Like, what a cool way to write that. Yeah. Like, heartbreaking. Oh, my gosh. So sad. But at the same time, it's like, I kind of love it. I'm obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. that letter. It was really funny. I love that Dex's mom loves Emma. (laughs) Like... They only met that once. She got too drunk. She yelled at the dad. And his mom's like, so how about this Emma girl? We, I love her. Love her. <laughs> Iconic. She's not boring. Nope. I love that. <laughs> I mean, don't we all love Emma? She just is iconic. She really is. They are all iconic. She's also, sh- his mom being like, don't smoke. It's trashy on you. And he's like, you smoke. He's like, yeah, but it's iconic when I do yeah. it. Yeah, sensual. <laughs> okay. It's like a uh, do as I say and not as I do kind of situation, but uh, he copies yeah. everything she does. So, yeah. Yikes. Um, okay, but why is Emma not the comedian? Right? She's so funny. She really is. She's so funny and like, I love how she's just brutally honest with the fact that Ian is like actually trash and Mm -hmm. is not funny. But okay, back to the conversation between um, mom and and Dexter. It definitely shows insight from the very beginning of him showing up 45 minutes late. Yeah. From the beginning, he has like totally disregard to any type of anything. Yeah organization time respect of people's boundaries respect of people's um time like exactly what you just said yeah Mm -hmm. (sighs) poor buddy i can't help but feel bad for him i know i know and like so moving on to like his mom being sick right Mm -hmm. so People definitely handle those types of situations very differently. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people do just, like, go off their rockers and are like, I cannot deal with this. And that's when, like, alcoholism and all that stuff comes in. I mean, I'm not justifying it by any means, but it is a very common reaction mm-hmm. to that situation. And to his point of, like, the timing is – he's like, the timing is off. This isn't right. Uh I'm supposed to be old when my mom gets sick and dies and I'm not old and something is wrong here. And I was like, dang. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not equipped to deal with this. And I like, was like, little baby. Yeah. You need help. You need AA. You do need AA, but you also need like therapy on top of that. A lot of things. Yeah. His dad being like hiding his keys. Iconic. Incredible. Incredible. That's exactly how that situation should have went. Absolutely. And then him dropping him off at the train station and being like, if you come back drunk again, you're not coming in the house. No. Get your shit together. No. He didn't even like the night before sleep. He just drank all the way Mm -hmm. and then left, was late. Literally almost died and killed other people because he should not have been driving. No. And then was late, showed up late, and then was like, no, I'm not staying the whole day. I have a more. I have the Jurassic World premiere. Get out. Oh, yeah. And then drank more. Yeah. And then stole his parents' drugs, took them, passed out. 
And then was shocked when he woke up six hours later or whatever it was. Yeah. And his mom's like, hmm, you slept the day away. Yeah. She was just trying to survive. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Love, okay. Go ahead. I love, though, like how she called him out and was like, I love you so much, but you're not you're not meeting my expectations, basically. Yeah. Or you're not being the best that you can be. Yeah. She's like, you're kind of being mean, mean. Yeah. Um, wowzers the next few pages on that chapter, though. So I love the decision to make him go home, miss the premiere and try and get Emma to help him out. Yeah. And the fact that Emma was finally like was gone. Yeah. She wasn't there. She went had on no a date. Yeah, went on a date. I mean, not the best choice of a date. But you know, <laughs> she was finally separating herself from him of always being at his beck and call. Yeah. And like it ended up being really sad. <laughs> yeah. Um but I want to know what her reaction was to all of those voicemails. Mm, same. We never got that. Same. Just like his rambling and how it like started with like come hang out and then ended with like it was just a really bad day um yeah hi sally bud it's been a bad few years years. (laughs) yeah uh okay um the reasoning she doesn't wear contacts up until when she finally started wearing it i love because she's like i refuse to be the teacher that takes off their glasses and it's like, oh, you've been hot the whole time. And like that trope is so annoying. Literally. It's so annoying. And I love that that was included in the, <laughs> in this. And she was like, I finally gave in. Like, <laughs> I love her. Like she can be so determined about like the most random things, like the whole not getting a cell phone thing. I get it though stubbornness yeah i love it she's not like the other girls when whichever of dexter's goldfish girlfriends says um that he's complicated or whatever and she's like complicated you're like a two-piece jigsaw (laughs) i lost it there's so funny she's so funny there's so many things that i like underlined um when she started to tear up about that, actually, it was the scene where she was looking in the mirror and, like, whatever. And he comes in and he's like, are you crying, Em? And she goes, not yet, but it's still early. <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. Or her wondering if she was getting old at 27. <laughs> I was like, girl, I feel that. I feel that right now. I'm not 27. And I feel that. Oh my gosh. But it's true, especially when you work with kids. You're like, oh my God, I'm old. Yeah. I absolutely loved the goldfish, the fair goldfish girlfriend comment. She's like, they're not around long enough to name them. I'm like, dang, the amount of fair goldfish. I mean, in my life that that are no longer Earthside. Oh no. I was never allowed to play the fair games to get the goldfish. Dang. It's never allowed. But honestly, fair, because it, I would have lost my mind. I would have been like, it died. <laughs> yeah. 
And it totally was not all my fault. Like, we had an actual fish tank. Like, they they definitely, like, came sick. That's sad. Yeah. Actually, that's really sad. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Back to their decks and... Emma's banter between the two of them is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Top 10. Amazing. I mean, she gives no shits and he's so secretly in love with her. It's wild. Also, she cannot see it. Yeah. Like, she's so in love with him and is like, he'll just never love me. Her self-confidence, I just wish I could be like, girl, we love you. You're, you're stunning. <laughs> yes. Um. But also, like, she deserves better. 100%. <laughs> but. But, yeah, there, she just does not see it because she thinks she's not good enough for him, which is wild. Absolutely. Absolutely insane. Absolutely. Um. But. Oh, no, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. So the one scene that they go off on a vacation for 10 days. (laughs) I have a lot to talk about that. Okay. That is the same time that she talks about the contract contacts and everything. Yeah. Okay. So number one, hilarious. It's a nudist beach. Oh my God. (laughs) I literally put not the nude beach. (laughs) It's so funny. They're just like looking around like no freaking clue that it's a nude beach and they're like, um i think there's a memo that we missed (laughs) also the whole one bed trope thing but like there actually was two he did that see but that's the thing is like what really it's so funny and i'm so glad it happened but also what bugs me is his absolute disrespect of boundaries yeah she set up these boundaries at the beginning of the trip and he broke (laughs) every single one of them in the first day, except the for Scrabble. his rule, <laughs> which was playing Scrabble. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, it's hilarious. It is. I mean, she broke them, too. She mentally was like, mm, the flirting rule, it's going out the window. Yeah. But, but he definitely so, pushed 100%. that. 100%. Um, anyways, it's so freaking funny. But I do feel like that also is a good indicator of just him in his life because he like breaks everyone's boundaries and she should have saw it <laughs> um okay karma though is her boyfriend because his clothes being stolen after the whole so scene funny okay so i was telling jessica that yesterday i went to a coffee shop to read and a friend came o- came over we all know him his name is trey and we I was reading the book and I kept making comments about what was happening. And I got to the scene where they're skinny dipping and he's like, I used to have a crush on you too. And she's like, this is it. It's happening when we're in the middle of the ocean skinny dipping. And he's just ruins it. Just, I, I think I literally closed the book and was like, you're a dumbass. When she pushes his head down, I'm like, yes, drown him. Drown do it. Him. Do it. Nobody's around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wrote, she's so real for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, oh, my heart is just br- broke in that moment. Because she's like, 
it's here. Like, he does love me. And he's like, well, maybe, not anymore, of course, but I love everyone. So, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, like let's just literally, he's a real problem. Um, But he's like, let's just do it. And she's like, get it out of the way. Wipe our hands of it. But don't tell anybody. She's like, anything that starts with the sentence, don't tell anybody, shouldn't be done. Period. Period. She's like, excuse me? Oh, no one would have blamed her. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. He had it coming. He had it coming. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But literally, he's literally like anybody that walks by, he's like, all he ever thinks about is sex. And he's like, oh, like he so he can't even like focus on a conversation without being like, oh, there's a human. Hello. Yeah. Like, it's like squirrel, dude. but for sex. Yeah. It's wild. Need some help. Well, it's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> this episode is brought to you in part by Friend and Fable Books, a little bookstore in Ormond Beach. Check them out or go on their website. We're back. Um, I feel like this book is one of those books that you like need to live text someone yeah. as you're reading it. Too bad we can't like live text each other without spoiling it for the you know what i mean yeah just live text yourself and then we'll share it do you ever do that like text yourself yeah all the time i do that all the time but then every single time i do it my phone will vibrate and i'll be like oh and then it's me (laughs) i'm so popular (laughs) but i always forget by the time literally by the two seconds the text comes through i forgot that i texted myself and i get surprised yeah you're like wow joy oh (laughs) never mind anyways i just feel like that's a really good idea i will live text the ending to myself you live text the ending and then we can read it perfect off at the next episode love it so um what is that partying downstairs yeah it's loud i okay so dumping dumping jumping right back into where we were Mm -hmm. i loved when dex was like so why don't you love me anymore what happened and he she's like i got to know you 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 cured me of you you." cured me (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. which not really but it was very funny (sighs) i mean Honestly, how has it not worked? He must be really attractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, she even comments sometimes that, like, he's not. Hmm. Like, she makes comments that, like, honestly, like he's good looking, but not, like. But I feel that, though. Like, there are times when <laughs> I've, like, been in a relationship and I'm like, oh, he's the most attractive person. And then, like, two seconds later, I'm like, <laughs> get the ick for a second <laughs> that's so funny i don't know i'm a little concerned how much i'm like emma <laughs> oh my gosh um but i just a big fan of her banter and everything um so anyways where should we what should we jump to first there's so many things to talk oh about gosh. we got to talk about the dinner scene where they and then we need to talk about 
Ian and her breaking up. We need to talk about the freaking Mr. Beard. And him at the girlfriend's house. How he just like yeeted her across the room. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, wait, never mind. What? Sorry. Did you read ahead? Erase. Oh. Like one chapter on accident. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Did I? I saw the panic in your eyes. He waves, he waves. his writing or what it is but i loved like her point of view of it it literally i didn't cry but it made me tear up yeah like it made me genuinely be like i felt everything that she was feeling it's i just wow that writing like for sure like i don't often cry in books but there were several times where i got a little choked up just Mm -hmm. like it feels so real like you're living it it feels so real um yeah wow when she was like i'll always love you dex but i just don't like you anymore Mm -hmm. that's so real if i say that's so real one more time i'm gonna literally break this cocktail glass across my head like please don't that's so real (laughs) (laughs) i mean honestly though i that whole scene I've just felt like I feel like he just progressively gets closer to rock bottom and more and more of a hot freaking mess. Like, and he, they were, their internal thoughts the whole time were like, she was like, honestly, I can't stand him. Why are we still friends? He's like a dead wilted flower that I keep watering. (laughs) And then he was like, Honestly, she's such a judgmental prude. I just want to be over with this. Let me talk to the cigarette girl and go to the bathroom six times. <laughs> so listen. Yeah, it was kind of inevitable at that point. It was so inevitable. It was absolutely called for. But I there was one part too where she's described as like starting to boil. I was starting to boil reading this. Like, he's, he's gone and whatever. And then the decision to make the perspective at the very end of the chapter be the cigarette girl. Yeah. 10 out of 10 writing. Like, absolutely fantastic choice. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And he was just drunk and rambling and 
a hot mess. She said, I haven't seen you sober in three years. Oh, she didn't even remember who he is. Oh, so sad. <sighs> yeah, it's awful. Um, And then he still doesn't really know what he did wrong. He'll, he'll never know. Such an idiot. He is such. I think that if someone ever reads the copy of my book that I have, the amount of times that I said this man is an idiot, you'd probably be drunk if you took a shot every time you read it. The amount of times that she calls him an idiot and that he calls himself an idiot, too. And it's but like he doesn't learn. Literally. <laughs> it's wild. Also, Ian's got his own issues, but he did call, tell it like it was and basically was like, he doesn't love deserve you. you. He's in yeah. love with you, and he doesn't deserve you, like, as a mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, and he was very, like, like loved her, truly. Yeah. She just didn't love him. Mm-mm. It was just a filler. Yeah, and that breakup scene. <gasps> when he came back. Yeah. Yeah, and they laid on the floor. Yeah, that was so real. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm saying it. But th- it was just, like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you read books, and it feels like you're reading a book. And then sometimes you read a book and it's like, these are excerpts of real life, mm-hmm. you know? And this was yeah. so real. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> so sorry. It was just like, uh, yeah. it hurts. Okay. The scenes where she's working at the restaurant. Yeah. I already forgot what it's called, but I, all I read it, I only read it in an English accent and it made me laugh. Anyways, so she's, like, the best person there working there. And she's, like, what does this say about me? And then she gets the position for the manager job. And she just starts crying. (laughs) And he's, like, what did I I say wrong? What's wrong? Poor girl, yeah. I mean, there was obviously such high expectations on her. And put on herself truly and then she's just working at the little mexican restaurant in, in london her training ian was the funniest thing like she's just like will you go to dinner with me that and also her Salsa. just being like don't touch that you'll get chemical burns yes. don't eat that you might die <laughs> i was crackling at the difference that their explanations of an enchilada too i was like ah <laughs> Yeah, the burrito versus the tortilla versus everything. It was so funny. I just, I'm glad I never ate there. Yep. (laughs) Thankful, grateful, blessed. Blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Ah. But yeah, Ian, he just wasn't right for her. You know, he did love her and she tried really hard to love him and when he was just in hysterics and was like, why can't you just love me? She said, I tried. I'm sorry, bud. Oh, I know. I You're hope not a horrible person. You're just meh. You're just meh. You just don't pay for anything. <laughs> You're a comedian, which I guess n- nothing wrong with that. But like, y'all, she, she's, she can't just live off of her. She's, she's a teacher. She's on a teacher salary. It's hard enough. Uh, speaking yeah. of being a teacher, it loved that her production 
went so well. Yes. Love the choice of the play. Um. Wow, the way I'm trying, I don't know how I'm trying to phrase this, but the, the two, okay, so the two things that are happening at the same moment, her play and his downfall on TV and how she like has this very little small thing in life that no one else really knows about except for that circle. Yeah. It goes so well for her. Mm-hmm. And then the whole world is watching him on live TV. Fail. Miserably. The vodka in the water bottle. Dude. And his panic. <sighs> uh, okay, so basically, he has a downfall. And he goes and celebrates with a bunch of people. He's not celebrating, but he's still surrounded with people. She has a major incredible thing happen. She goes home with her sick boyfriend and basically turns on the TV and like doesn't cel- doesn't have anyone to celebrate with. Yeah. And... That just to comparison is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And like who is happiest at that moment? And are they both really that happy? Like it's it's Yeah. Fascinating. Life. Yeah. It's just real life. Yeah. <clears throat> Buddy. Boy is struggling. Boy is struggling. But also, was he ever good at being a TV presenter? Because everyone talks about how he really wasn't. He was just attractive. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but I don't know. So he's on his way down. Yeah. And he basically gets fired from the gig at the end of what we read. And his agent's like, you know, you need to find somebody to love. Yikes. Um, Speaking of s- people trying to find s- something to fill their hearts with, Emma <laughs> and Mr. Beard. Oh, my gosh. That made me so angry. Like, we all know around here that we hate. Cheaters. Yeah. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Eating something. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, the thing is, though, and this is not me justifying it at all. This is just me presenting the facts of the fact that she is literally so dead in life that she's striving to find feeling of anything yeah and that's where she finds it yeah which is horrible it's horrible and then as soon as the the emotion fades she's like all right i'm done yeah and then screws up her whole job yeah which she was good at she was but he started treating her like shit and he he was just a piece of shit anyway it should have like, never happened dude, y- you have a wife you have a wife also girl you met his wife uncomfy so i don't like uncomfortable. It. my girl you are better than this also you deserve better than this and get your shit together yeah agreed 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 um so I don't know. That th- whole scene just made me so angry. Yeah. Um, made me disappointed. I'm disappointed too, Emma. But, so, before that, you spoke about Dexter's ending. She goes into a job interview. And she's like, when are we going to talk about right. this job? Why are we talking about the kids that I worked with for a while? 
And then it turns out to be the wrong interview. The person giving the interview, the interviewee-er, interviewer, was trying to find a nanny. And her... Had not read her book. No, and her um, interview was supposed to be rescheduled. Yeah. And it wasn't. And had not read her book. Had Oh, which I want to read the book. Yeah. Unless, yeah. Ugh. It sucks. I know. I know. And then it, she just is like trying to get out of there and the elevator won't go down. And then you can tell the lady felt bad. So she's like, well, tell me about yeah. like trying to save and face. She's like, do you want a nanny job? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, she doesn't. And then she quit her teaching job. Now she has no, no job. No, no boyfriend. Pro- no prospects. No prospects. <laughs> a burden to my family. <laughs> I'm 27 years old. But yeah, so... I don't know. What do you think is going to go down? I don't think they're ever going to end up together. I don't think so either. I... Do we want to talk about predictions? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't have anything else. Okay. I think Dexter is finally going to hit his actual Absolute rock, rock bottom. bottom. Well, apparently, if he's flinging women across the room. (laughs) (laughs) News to me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oops. It's okay. You know how many times I've done that? It just feels good that you've done it now, too. (laughs) I'm glad I could help out. Being human. (laughs) So, and I honestly didn't even do it on purpose. It wasn't because I couldn't stop reading. I just, like passed by the chapter thing and there, it's like easy to it's easy I was like, to i feel like i'm really far yeah because like it the chapter is like i mean it's there but like if you're engrossed like it's very easy to skip mm-hmm. over so i just like i was like i feel like i'm really far into this and then i was like oh i read a little too far it's fine he's fine but anyways i think he's gonna hit his absolute rock bottom have a come to jesus moment and like get his shit together and be like a good guy and come running after M and it's going to be too late. And she's going to be like, missed your chance. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to be heartbreaking, whatever it is from the, the people that are the people that messaged us, something horrible is going to happen. Um, yikes. Also the other thing is the last few chapters, she keeps mentioning like, Thank God there's not a kid. Yeah. What? She mentioned it like three times. Oh, God. I swear. I swear. <laughs> I hope not. The sprinkles are there. Yeah. Oh, God. So, well, maybe she'll have a kid and then that'll be her new life purpose. And maybe Dexter won't get his life together. Maybe he'll like. Oh no. His demise. No, no. <laughs> okay. What do we think their Enneagrams are? Okay. I think. I sucked at this this week. I think that Dex is a three. Okay. Which is the achiever, performer, succeeder, and they avoid worthlessness. Oh, I changed mine. He's a three. Okay. And I think M is either a two or a nine. Okay. So either a helper, nurturer, or a peacemaker, mediator. I was thinking a burnt out one. Hmm. And see it. what was, f- what's four? Mm-hmm. The individualist. I wrote that. 
And then what's seven? Seven is the enthusiast, adventurer, optimist. I put him as seven, but mm. I like three better. Or whatever you said. Yeah. I could see her as a one for sure. I definitely think he's a three. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite sure on her then. Maybe a one wing two. Mm. Or a one wing nine. I don't know. We'll ha- we we'll were in the same wheelhouse for her. Yeah. But not for him. Yeah. But I, re- I had no idea what Dexter. I think you nailed it. Um, What kept you home, Jessica? Do you want to go first? Oh, okay. I forgot mine. I had it in my brain, oh, and then it left sorry. my brain. No, well, what okay. kept me home? Uh, all I wrote was people. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm feeling antisocial this week. I feel that. <laughs> I do. I love the little button that's going around on TikTok right now that's like the, so- anti- the social button. Yeah. Where you put the level of how much energy battery you have left i've seen that like in real life somewhere and thought about getting it mm-hmm. i don't remember where it is. well it's famous though on tiktok it like years ago though. look at you you should have got it i should have trendsetter dang <laughs> um anyways so i wrote that and i don't remember even what specifically but that people i'm just being anti-social and then what kept me up I finished Stolen Air. <laughs> I finished Stolen Air. Yeah. Everyone go read it right now. This is your chance. You have how many how many weeks to read this? I think we're doing it halfway through March. So, so read it now. Three weeks. Her next book comes out March 5th. Yeah. And we're covering it the second week in March. So you have time to read Stolen Air and... Rule Prince? <laughs> no. What is it? The second one. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Cage? K- oh. Frick, what is it? I don't know. We don't really have time to look. It's okay. Um, Whatever the second one is after Stolen Air, that's what we're going to be reading. And so I'm giving you a heads up now so that you can pre-order. Um. Prisoner's Throne. Prisoner's Throne. What did I say? <laughs> Cage? Cage? <laughs> I mean, Prisoner. Sure. Prisoner's Throne. <laughs> um, so that was what mine were. Okay. I'm obsessed with that ending. That I literally, sc- I was listening to it while I was driving for a photo shoot. I had a really long drive. And I screamed. I screamed at her. I yelled at her and told her what she should have done. And obviously she didn't listen. Nope. Um... Yeah, it was wild, and I feel like I want to read it again, again before <laughs> the next two weeks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel you with the people thing. We were – Tyler was like, why do events have to include people? <laughs> He's like, can we just have less people events? He's never said anything so wise <laughs> as that. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really do feel that. And then – what kept me up literally just this book i and it's gonna continue to keep me up Mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future i'm gonna be thinking about this book i can't believe we've never read it before it's wild apparently a lot of people think that yeah i don't know i've never even heard of it me neither when did the netflix show come out it's like out now like it just came out oh cool so i don't have netflix though 
Me you. neither. Does someone want to <laughs> donate Netflix Have a for a week? Have a party or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can watch it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can do a free trial. Mm. For, and then do a watch party and just binge it. Yeah. That's a good idea. Actually, that's a great idea. Between yeah. us, we have like five emails. I'm just kidding, Netflix. I didn't say that. I used to pay for it. And then I'm broke, so no more. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho, um, I'm very scared. And we're going to finish till the end. So read along with us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Stay tipsy. Nope, still sucked. Yeah. <laughs>